was thinking for the uh, intro, we'll just do uh, Mastered MMA. Mastered <laughs> MMA. Mastered MMA. Mastered MMA. Yeah. And that'll be it. You should have just done that. <laughs> if I wanted. Welcome everyone, welcome another episode of Mustard MMA, I'm glad to have you joining us, we're here to talk about all things MMA in the MMA world, in the world this week. My name's Joe, I'm joined by Matt, Matthew, as always, it's nice to speak to you, how you doing? Hi my son, how are you? Yeah, I'm all good thanks, had a, had a good good week off last week, back to work this week, feeling refreshed, um, we had a good UFC card at the weekend, we've got UFC 254 not too long as well, that's just a couple of weekends as well, away as well, we were just chatting about that, that's going to be a cracking Saturday evening fight, it's not normal time, I mean good spirits, you got much going on? Um, not really mate, I'll no. be honest, no. well, that is life nowadays isn't it, a bit? I'm a hip exercises, I'm on my bed, and I'm staring into the, a pretty dank looking evening. <laughs> How's, how is your hip yeah. going, you, you move back in now, is it? Is it getting any better? It's not too bad. Yeah. It's not too bad. Thank you for asking. It's no, getting no. there. It's a slow burner. It's just, it's just long sitting and sleeping. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't do anything at the moment at all, can you? Apart from uh, your, your stretches, like your, your, your basic rehab. Exercise-wise, I'm very limited. I mean, uh, I won't be putting anyone in a Peruvian necktie just yet. <laughs> Good. Uh, Lucky but, for us. Uh, it's getting there. I'm probably a couple of months out, but it's just a bit long at the minute, quite limited. But yeah, it's definitely. allowed me to chill, get on with a pod, watch some fights, watch football. Football is boring this weekend, isn't it? Internationals, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No bad enough with that, but no fans, but Jesus, internationals is just bubble boring. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, these friendlies and qualifiers, they're not really my tipple. Also, I'm, I'm an England fan, I go for the World Cup, that, like, like we all do, but yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of these, these qualifiers, they can be a bit... Stagnant at times, can't they? It's a good word, stagnant. It's a very good word, I and mean, we've of course got the, the mustard MMA derby incoming this week. That's what we're all looking forward to. That's what all the fans are looking forward to. That the breakdown next week should be very interesting indeed. I'm fully expecting an Antonio winner after we dominate for 90 minutes. <laughs> that tends to happen. Hopefully, hopefully. I, I, I think it could go either way. That one. I think uh, it's not going to be a draw. I don't think. I think you'll have one of us will be quite disappointed that evening. So. It'll be, it'll be fun, I think, for the neutral. Let us hope it's you who's disappointed. What we weren't disappointed in was some of the fights this week that come out of nowhere. Joe, should we get stuck into it, the main event? Yeah, absolutely. Bang on there, not disappointing him whatsoever. Corey Sandhagen lost his last fight against Aljo. That happens, Aljo's uh, potential champ. Paul Sandhagen up against Marais. It's a tough one, probably, you know, after after... Aljo, it's his toughest test to, to date. He's only young, bouncing back from a defeat. Absolutely smashed him. I thought. I thought first round wasn't. It wasn't a domination. Do you know what I mean? Marais was there. He was there, but uh, very impressive. Wheel kick finish. Don't get much better than that. Finished him on the ground, and I just had a, a little look. He's now ranked number two in that entire division. So Corey Sandhagen on the absolute crest of a wave at the moment. Yeah, right. Rightly slow. Uh, rightly so. Them rankings. First round, as you said, a bit tit for tat, just pure leg kicks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he tree trunk legs as well. It looked like he was chopping away at, at Sandhagen, but 
Van Hagen was giving more uh, back to him. But as the fight went on, I thought he just looked slick as anything. Just a classy striker. I thought he just showed off his arsenal that he wasn't able to in the Aljo fight. That's it. Loads of variety there, aren't there? He's just got got pretty much everything by the looks of it. Yeah, it was. It was just. He was just dominating. Looked comfortable. Didn't look phased at all. He's fine. Marlon Marais. He's like he's fought everyone. One of the best in the world. And he, he was just chill. He was just chill throughout. <laughs> his Zen state. And he and it, and it showed in the second round with that wheel kick straight to the dome. Yeah, mad. It out. Um, he looked like he'd broken all the all. That's what San Hagen was saying to his corner allowed as well during the fight, wasn't it? I know, that? Yeah, that was odd, wasn't it? Yeah, it was strange, I thought. But just shows you the confidence in him. I, I think we're getting to see what after the Aljo fight, he didn't seem that too disheartened. I think because maybe he knew this was coming. He knew he would be back. Um, with vengeance, really, and I think he knows that in the long term he's the future of the division, and that he will rule um, at 135. He just looked the part, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. I think he did, and uh, it's always tough. Like, cause, like you say, he did. He did lose there. He didn't. He didn't look too disappointed. But that is the thing, particularly in MMA, and at, once you get to the UFC level, it's so tough up there, isn't it? But it's almost like um, it's impossible. Say he beats Aljo. And then he's fighting for a title. It's almost impossible. You don't really see many fighters come through, go undefeated, get into the UFC, go undefeated, win the title straight away. It doesn't really happen that often. So, if, rightly so, that loss sh- it shouldn't have got him too down because it it does happen. It's one. It only takes a split second in this sport for it to happen. Hasn't affected it at all. Guess uh, you would recommend you wait for wait for the title fight to happen and, and then and then pick the winner of that one. Yeah, I mean. I think he has to be next after this. It's just a matter of if he wants to wait, if he wants to get paid. I don't know why if he's been offered it after the next fight, if he would sort of risk that with a fight, I don't know, against someone like Frankie Edgar or someone like that. To be honest, I can't really see anyone else who's up and there and about who could beat him in this current form, um, the Aljo fight aside. Obviously, we don't even know when the Yan and Sterling fight is. Well, so, what about... I think in a few months' time, someone is going to come back into the USC. I think. I think it's only a few months away. TJ Dillashaw. Do you think that's a big fight? Do you think that could uh, sort of tempt him to to have an up, get another fight in? Maybe about get get a big fight in there. It's a big story that get us another great win if he gets it. Blimey, that that completely went from my mind. That yeah. fella. his band's almost up. I think. Bit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah. Next year, early um, next year, I think. Yeah, I, I love that fight. I love that fight. I think Sam good, Hagen it? too. I mean, you've got the ultimate professional good guy in San Hagen. Looks like he wouldn't say boo to a goose. And then the ultimate heel coming back. What better way to get your name out to the casual fans um, by putting a beating on TJ Dillashaw on his return? I think that's probably the only fight that you're proposing to me, Joe, that uh, <laughs> he would take other than a title shot. I think so. I think Frankie Edgar, you mentioned him, I think he is a draw for people. I think people like to get a victory over Frankie Edgar on their record. Probably not quite enough for Corey at this moment in time. I think Dillashaw would be just superb all round, to be honest. Yeah, I think the Edgar fight, obviously, is a, is a huge name. Um, but a lot of people have taken a win of him of late. Um, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. think it carries enough clout these days as it probably would perhaps one or two years ago. But yeah, I think that that those are your only two options, really. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. So, 
be interesting to see what they do next. I guess it will probably depend on what what Sandhagen wants himself. I guess it's up to him now. He, he can either wait or he can he can get another one in. But we'll see how that goes. But congrats to that man. Great win at the weekend. We had a few more fights on here. We mentioned as you know it, we weren't getting too down, but it wasn't it wasn't uh, it wasn't a big name. It wasn't it wasn't a stacked card, but actually some very very exciting fights on there. I thought the main card. There, there seemed to be about 15 fights on the main card. It, it did go on for a while, which I got no problem with. But we'll run through a couple here. Co-main event is a decent one. You had some good names in here. Edson Barboza in a featherweight up against Matt Kwan Amir Khani. And Barboza got the win. It was a decision. Pretty much dominating him for two rounds. And then in the third round, eventually, Matt Kwan decided that he thought he might be worth grappling with him. I'm not quite sure why he didn't do that earlier. You'd think that's where his strength would lie. But... <coughs> Excuse me. As it was, he kind of played into Edson's game a little bit for two rounds, lost those, came back a little bit in the third, but by, by then it was already too late. Barboza knocked him down a couple of times. He looked sharp, but he looks he look, he looks very skinny. He looks like it's tough for Barboza, but fair play to him. Still going. Good little win over Amir Khani. I think Barboza moves up into the, what's he, top 10, 10th, about 12th in the rankings now. So still going. He could very well get a title shot in the not-too-distant future. Apart from that, some excellent British performances on there. I thought, Matt, if you want to take it away with those. Well, I think the main one we were all looking forward to was Tom Aspinall, wasn't he? He, was, he looked impressive in his first fight in the UFC. He dispatched the fella in the first round. We wanted yep. to see him have a little bit more of a test. Weren't enough, it weren't really a test again. He just sort of went through the, the Frenchman. Bit of bit of a swing between both of them. A few sw- uh, spinning back fists from his opponent. But once he got him against the cage, an easy takedown, straight into mount, raining elbows, punches, uh, another first-round finish for Tom Aspinall. Um, he started to look like the real deal, what do you reckon? Yeah, I thought, I, I, he caught, got caught a couple of times. He looked a little bit disappointed with his performance. And I think that's why, wasn't it? Yeah, if I had to guess, that was probably why. But he did the smart thing, I thought. He kept his composure when they was up against the cage. He got caught with a decent shot, but kept his composure and thought, you know what? Fuck this! Take him down, smash him there, and job done. You know, you get paid, you get your money, and you go home nice and safe. So, yeah, well, very impressive. I thought. That's two things in it about that were quite um, encouraging about him. One, he's able to do that, switch it up if things aren't going well, and then get the job done that way. But also, I think his mentality, the fact he was disappointed with the performance, he just smashed someone in. <laughs> yeah. Some huge unit just smashed him. Yeah. Yeah, got a massive win, and he looked disappointed because he got caught a couple of times. I think that just shows his mentality and where his, his head's at, um, that he wants to go for it flawlessly. So I, I was quite encouraged by the performance, despite the fact he did get caught a couple of times. To sort of look disappointed like that at the end, I think, um, can only bode well for the future for him. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Tom Brees, back with a win. Mad, wasn't it, this one? The old got jab. A, a naughty jab, <laughs> God, not off. Yeah, he, a specimen is the word. He, he is just, just an absolute unit, and just, just demolished this bloke, didn't he? It, obviously, it was it went for a little while. You had a, a few minutes of fighting, and it just dominated it all. I thought, boy, it was really, really good. And we, it would be great to see him, see him get back on, get back on a, a nice little run, wouldn't it? A bit, of, a bit of consistency, consistency, a bit of time staying healthy. And I think he could go very, very far on the base on the back of that performance. That's it, isn't it? It's just it's just the consistency, um, staying injury free. He's got all the tools. He's definitely got all the tools. Um, he's got the natural gifts 
as well. To find at the right weight, man, even at this weight, he, he looks huge. Yeah, yeah, he does. So, uh, he's had a couple of uh, iffy results in the past, but he put that down to various other issues. I think get a little run going. He's had a, a nice win here. Come out of this probably with no injuries, no knocks really. Try and get back in there again and get the ball rolling. I think he could really go a long way. He's got all the tools, like I say. Definitely, um, definitely a step in the right direction. First round win at the weekend. Well pleased for him. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was very well pleased. I think there were some other good fights on there as well. One I do want to mention, uh, Drikus Duplessis, uh, South African lad. He was making his debut in the UFC, and he got a great win against Marcus Perez. He's the one who paints his face like the, like the Joker for the weigh-ins. Do you know him? Oh, yeah, I know the fella. Yeah, Hello. yeah. D decent fighter. D a lot of experience. Came out very, very, very sharp and was putting a pressure on Duplessis. And uh, Duplessis, he looked like he was feeling it a little bit. He looked like he was feeling the pressure. The commentators noticed it as well. But came back and uh, got a TKO win in the first round. And he was, he was very, very excited. And I think it's good to see these athletes coming in from around the world. I've always wondered where the South African fighters are, to be honest. And we got one there. So that was good as well. All right, and then a I... Bit of, uh, Go on. Sorry, Joe, I was just going to jump in there. I was going to say there was a little bit of what looks like to be a bit of plagiarism of one of your techniques I saw on uh, on the prelims. Uh, <laughs> Joaquin Buckley. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, he's obviously been checking me out when I've been working out down the end of the garden, uh, taking a few tips, <laughs> been spying on me. Outstanding. Is that, that what one. you've been doing uh, with your PT in your family? <laughs> I've been teaching my mum how to throw a whatever that was, whatever whatever you call that kick. That's what we've been working on. Uh, I guess but it's no, a bit. Yeah. With this was uh, he, the size of the bloke. Yeah. Managing to pull off. I was scared to see throughout his whole fight. They were just swinging, just pure power, and brutality, and violence. For however long it lasted, um, and to finish like that, I've never seen anything like it. If I'm honest. Absolutely unbelievable, Kay. I'm sure everyone's seen it, did the rounds as it does yeah, on Instagram and whatnot. And fight a year, um, knockout a year, easy. What's stopping that? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you would think so. There has been a, a lot of discussions around the podcast world, the MMA world, social media. Is that the greatest knockout of all time or, or whatever? Because there's some, the, like, the only thing I would say is, and with respect to both men, it was a great fight, great finish. It is a prelim fight where most people haven't really heard of of them. When you're talking about knockouts, just just on your own opinion, what do you reckon? Do you think a knockout is what it looks like, the, the kind of image you see when you're watching it? And obviously this, you've never seen anything like this before. It was mad. Is that what? better or does something in a title fight or in an important fight that, that, you know, the two and three in the world going for it and someone gets a big knockout there which one you know does that does that carry any weight for you I, I think it, you have to put the scenario of the importance of the fight the quality of opponent you're beating um, you, you've also got to I'm not saying no one cares about these two but there's a lot less emotional investment in yeah, uh, yeah definitely two laps for the weekend than there would be for example in the Weidman Anderson Silver fight that's widely considered one of the great knockouts it's just a standard knockout <laughs> because yeah. of the situation, the massive silver streak, Wyman undefeated, and then silver clowning around and knocking him out. No one ever seen it before. It was one of the greatest knockouts for that reason. I, I think there's a, a lot to be said for... It's like, it's like football. How many 
break goals you see down Sunday League. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, in training or whatever. In training, power league, um, <laughs> but even just every and again in like League One, League Two. But yeah. it's always widely considered that did and goal in the Champions League finals, one of the greatest of all time. You can see that every week um, if you watch the right games, but because it's in the Champions League finals on the highest stage, high pressure situation. That that carries a lot for me. But with regards to this one, I think there's a lot of recency bias. Um, as well, <laughs> it's only up in a couple of yeah. so I can't remember many many this year that come to mind that were main events, title fights, knockouts. Can you? No, yeah, no, there there hasn't been tons. I just just as I've been listening to a, a couple of dis- discussions, people have gone either way with it. So I just wondered how you, what you feel. I mean, obviously it's a it's a nothing discussion at the end of the day, isn't it? Like it's literally impossible. Uh, to make a list it's all down to opinion but uh, yeah I just thought thought I'd ask see what you thought what, what are the ones that stick out in your memory Joe yeah it's, your it's tough I mean um, I liked Overeem Overeem against uh, sorry Ngannou against Overeem that was that was that was pretty special again that's just a it's just a, a, a like an uppercut isn't it but for, for some reason it, it it did do something for me uh, I think someone had a good Not chance. Not many you know. have someone sweet to touch the back of their spine. Yeah, exactly, like exactly. That. It was definitely um, special. And another one I like was uh, Yair Rodriguez against Korean Zombie, who's actually fighting next week. I, I think when you think about that one, he got absolutely smashed up for five rounds pretty much. He was losing the fight, and then he just throws the weirdest sort of upside-down up elbow you've ever seen and, and KOs in one, one dig. I thought that was... Spectacular, spectacular as well. I know neither of them are title fights. Uh, I will admit, but um, clearly a little bit bigger than this one at the weekend. And then, I guess, when was this? A couple of years ago? Now was it? No, it was last year. Masvidal, Ben Askren, flying knee. That was pretty good. Fastest knockout ever in in UFC history. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure all the podcasts were doing the rounds after that, saying that's the greatest knockout of all time. So any time the weekend just gone, there's been a crazy knockout like that. The greatest knockout of all time. Yeah, but yeah. when you look back, that Masvidal ones, that's probably that's probably the one for me. I've got to say, all the other great knockouts have been uh, Englishmen getting getting knocked out. So that one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ones, have, yeah. Endo, Bisping, Masvidal, Till, all great knockouts. But um, don't like watching him over again, really, as Englishmen. So we'll, we'll go with Masvidal or Ashburn for me. All right, nice one. Yeah. So as you say, it's it's been, it's been doing the rounds, but. There's our two cents. We'll move on then from that card, unless you've got anything else. We've got, we haven't got too much news. We've got Rafael Dos Sanos. Uh, he's out of his fight. I believe there's some COVID issues there. So best wishes to Rafael. We hope you get better soon. And then in a, uh, this is one you, you've been keeping an eye on. You're a big big fan of Nathaniel Wood. He's got a fight coming up against Casey Kenny. Kenny's now actually, he's a one or two on favourite. But uh, this is one you've been looking forward to. Yes, of late. Uh, added to the the big card in what week Saturday? Week Saturday, is that right? Must be, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's going to be on at normal time. A lot of English fans can tune in for this. Nathaniel Wood had a had a loss in to John Dodson. Uh, no shame in that. Um, setting back a little bit, but then got got back in the win column uh, in Fire Island last time. He's back on Fire Island and uh, find Casey Kenny. Um, very good fight. He's only lost. Uh, of late anyway to Maranta Vashvili you know the the absolute tank yes. like that no shame in that at all beat some really good fighters Louis Spalka 
Manny Bermudez, Ray Borg, even Brandon Roy Val in a previous organisation. Yeah, who's looked very good. Challenge. We were saying before this, weren't we, that these are the sort of sh- pretty shit scenarios as a prospect, fighting someone this good who's not ranked. Nathaniel Wood can come through this. Hopefully it does get him back into the ranking conversation, but there's no guarantee of it because Kenny's not ranked himself. But massive fight for two prospects. Um, the winner of this, I think, going a little bit of a run, hopefully. Um, I like Nathaniel Wood's chances. He's very, very talented. I think he just needed to get back in the wing on him last time out to build the confidence back up and give Casey Kenny his third ever loss. You looking forward to it? Yeah, I am. I do like Nathaniel Wood. I remember you, you, you put me onto him a little bit, so... He has got all the skills, and he's just about putting it together, I suppose. And like like Kenny himself, like a lot of these fighters, they're they're young, and the amount the amount of learning they go through and improvements they make every sort of three to six months in between fights is just it's just madness, really. When you see some of these fighters come back after, you know, not not even a break, they just had one fight three months ago. Now they have another one. They're like a different person almost. So no doubt he's made plenty of improvements, and uh, I am very much looking forward to that one, which is obviously on a stat card, and it's a great opportunity for him. Yeah, I think we're looking forward to just that that card in general, aren't we? Ah, oh, I'm absolutely buzzing. A couple of the fight island cards, and yes, it delivered, and the one just gone. But main power wasn't really there. I, I'm absolutely fully gassed for it, Joe. Ah, oh, I'm so gassed. He would not believe. On a normal time, you get a couple of a couple of brews in. Yes. The great teas, maybe a curry. What do you reckon? Yeah, it sounds perfect, doesn't it? I mean, there's, we can't do much else at the moment. It's not like you can go on a on a big bender all night so yeah a few beers curry UFC on at normal time I don't think it gets much better at the moment so I, c- I cannot wait for that one looking forward to it but I'm sure we'll get more into that next week because uh, we've got one this week Joe you mentioned him before Korean Zombie thought he's uh, fighting Brian Ortega in the main event Did Probably you forget a- his name there what's that mate it sounded like you forgot Ortega's name there for a, a second <laughs> I did I think I, I mentioned it to you and I think Korean Zombie absolutely walks through Brian Ortega in this one I just got a feeling the Zombie's back put a bit of consistency together now he's got no more community service or whatever they call it he's got none of that to do and I, I think he's going to go like, all the way if not be the champ very soon I think Zombie it's just going to blitz him. Ortega, you never know. I mean, like, Ortega's been out forever. He has. It's, I don't know, two years, maybe. I'm not sure. And then even when you look back at back at some of his fights, because he got through to a title shot, got kind of uh, outclassed a bit by Holloway. And, and even in that run-up, no, there was there was a couple of last-minute, uh, like, guillotines, a couple of last-minute sub-wins in there. Obviously, done well against uh, Frankie Edgar. I, I, you know, I think I think the jury's still out on Brian Ortega. I think he had his shot. He lost. We haven't seen him for a while. I'm not sure why. You know, not, not to say that it imply anything untoward is going on, but I, yeah, I, I just expect the Korean Zombie to be too much, to be honest. And it's a shame. I like Ortega. I like Jiu-Jitsu. I like the Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. Seems like a nice bloke. Got lovely hair as well. Got a beautiful barnet on him. But I just, I just think the Zombie's going to do it, and I might, might even get one of his hoodies. Are you putting that down to a perfect storm of his inactivity uh, and maybe a little bit of hype um, mixed with just the zombie coming into his stride now? Uh, yeah, I think it is a little bit of a mix. I just got, for some reason, I got this feeling about Chan Sung Jung. I just got, I just feel like 
something something special is going to happen. You look at his career; it's been so in, interrupted for for different reasons. I just feel like he's really got it. You look at that Yair Rodriguez fight; absolutely smashed him, I thought, and then got caught in the very very last second. So, you know, basically, don't get caught in the last second again. Just walk away next time. But I, yeah, I, a little bit of a combo. But I just got I just got a feeling about KZ. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm t- leaning towards what you're thinking as well. I mean, his last fight was the Holloway fight. Got it here, December 18. His last win was in March 18. That's Frankie Edgar. Yes, he absolutely uppercutted him off the ground. But <laughs> yeah. Three years ago. I know, it's, it's a while, wasn't it? Three years ago, his last win. Um, like I said, I don't know what he's been up to. He might have been working on his game. Maybe a few injuries, maybe something else. Who knows? Um, I, I just think it's a perfect matchup for Zombie. I think his stand-up's just stellar. Yes, Ortega's got a bit of stand-up on him, but anyone is really good, like the Holloway one. He got completely outclassed on the feet. Unless this goes to the ground, but even there, the Zombie, he's well-versed. He's got a couple of cheeky little submissions on there, a little twister here, Bravo choke on Poirier back in the day. He's, he's no mug on the ground either. Um, the only thing that you mentioned there he's got, he's got a few last minute guillotines on on some guys and then Zombie yeah, could happen at the last second of his fight yeah uh, yeah. a little mental block there could play a part in it if he sort of feels like he's winning easily could he blow it at the end and then leave an opening for Ortega to capitalise on who knows but when you're looking at them next to each other it all leans towards uh, the Zombie for me I really hope like you as well that he's just going to go on this massive trajectory now he's only lost his that one against Rodriguez since his return from the army uh, and he was winning that and should have won that he was he was just so gangster at the end wasn't he? Yeah, yeah that was literally it yeah it was he wouldn't take it back and he and should have won that and I think he'd get a title shot after this and I mean the geezer he don't speak English right and I uh, yeah. it, it just shows you that you don't need to be all this chatting shit and all that he's just an animal in the cage <laughs> yeah. everyone loves him and and he's going to be one of the biggest stars if he can get through here and then get, uh, get a title win. He'll be huge. Yeah, big time. Yeah, big time. Yeah, I'm fully on the zombie train here. I can't see him losing this. Yeah, I'm with you. And he, uh, the bookies agree as well. 8-15, eight, eight to 15, Korean zombie. 6-4, to four, Ortega. He's uh, slightly short on Ortega for me, but obviously we've just dished out our opinions, so we're a little bit biased. But 8-15, to 15, not, not a terrible price, but yeah... Uh, I do have to agree with you on uh, most of your points there. Have you got a little uh, prediction? Method? Uh, I think he Method. stops him. I think he stops him, and I think... Ortega's tough, isn't he? I'll go third. I'll probably go third uh, stoppage. TKO. I, I, I think he can catch him cold. What do you think? I do, yeah. yeah. Like you say, now you said that, though, he's tough. He just was just so much damage from Holloway. yeah. yeah. Like, it was a full-on beating, wasn't it, for four but, rounds? Korean Zombie's got a bit harder, hasn't he, than Holloway? Yeah. Must do. I think you're right. I think you're right. If he lands, yeah, I think so. Let's go round one, eh? Yeah, go for it. Why not? Sorry if you're listening, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> T-City. So, T-City. You can pull off a name like that. J-City. J-City. J-Town. J-Town. J-Village. No. Laugh. Probably not. If I grew my hair out, be but not at the moment. I've got I've got a grown out hair in a minute. <laughs> what Ortega oh, levels? Not or Ortega it? levels. It's more Moses Lack levels. It's gone past Moses Lack. It's, <laughs> it's, 
It's a bit Moses lack on the sides. I'm gonna have a little trim. More like <laughs> getting towards Fernando Torres style. Yeah. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, yeah. Fancy. We'll do a video pod next week and uh, I can uh, unleash it on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to that. Moses that 2.0. So, moving swiftly on, uh, this, uh, <laughs> as we mentioned, this card is a little bit of a, an appetizer, a uh, aperitif, if you will, for the big one the following week. So, there, there's, not, there's not too much going on, and we have lost an, uh, another one. I think it was the co-main event. Cyril Gain is a big heavyweight. He was, uh, I think he came out of contenders. Looks looks very impressive. Just looks like an absolute monster of a man. Unfortunately, his opponent has just pulled out this evening, I, I believe. So, that one's off. But you got some decent names on here. One... I mean, Jessica Andrade is in there against Caitlin Chukagian. Andrade is kind of always in and, and around there, and she she wins this. She's back up there, probably angling for the uh, Rosanama Yunus rematch, I would say, even though she won. You know, I think uh, she'd like to give that a go. But uh, Jimmy Crute is one I'm looking forward to. I, like, I thought he looked very impressive in his last performance. And then Thomas Almeida rounding out on the uh, main card as well. So I think there's um, a couple of decent fights there. I'm a big fan of Jimmy Crute. I think he could, he's... He's very close to uh, sort of making a bit of a breakthrough. I think he just needs maybe a little bit of luck, just the sort of uh, just the, the the draw the cards to go his his way a little bit. And I think I think he can do some big things. And Thomas Almeida is always exciting to watch as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think where it lacks is sort of big name power. It sort of makes up for in excitement and the style of these fighters. All the ones you just mentioned, Jimmy Crew rarely doesn't finish fights. Jessica Andrade, obviously a tank. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be one of those one of those sleepers where, like the weekend just gone, we'll see plenty of finishes, plenty of exciting fights, but perhaps not a bit lacking in the name power again. Yeah, and we've also, we've also got John Phillips on there. He's on big the, JB. Uh, yeah, big JB, fighting out of uh, Great Britain. So, looking forward to that one. That's, uh, we always like to get behind our our hometown heroes as such, so that'll be one to look forward to. Hopefully, he can get on a little bit of run as well. Phillips, they always seem to hand him monsters on their way into the UFC it'd be nice if he could kind of get a little run a little run of wins going that'd be good to see as well it's all we like it don't we it can only be a good thing the more British fighters you've got in there because for me I just I just feel like it, it always adds a little bit a little bit more feeling when you've got a few Brits on the card it's, it's always a little bit more exciting I think yeah totally agree I mean like Chimiev wasn't it I mean he's just got yeah yeah that was shit one there so hopefully he can come back Big knockout this time out this weekend. Hopefully, uh, another English-based one, Claudio Silva, Brazilian, but based in London. I'm looking forward to this one, Joe. I don't know if you know much about him, but he's he's like 39, had a massive break, three, well, about five or six years ago for about three years. Come back, he's on a bit of a run. He's, he's got a massive welterweight streak going, but no one seems to really talk about him. Beat Leon Edwards, beat Danny Roberts, um, submission expert fighting James Krause this time so I think this could be a big sort of a big name on the record for Claudio Silva to maybe sort of get the respect he deserves worldwide uh, Krause naturally a 155er well known for stepping in a late notice and fighting up at different weights I mean even last time out against Trevin Giles he probably should have got the decision I think he had like 24 hours notice um, big name both crafty veterans on the ground this could be exciting um, I just think it's an exciting fight and one which you sort of get behind Claudio Silva. You don't really get the recognition. Uh, like I say, based out of London, I think he's shoot fighters. I think he's even team titan as well. I think he could. I think he can make a run of it. His stand-up's not as crisp as his grounding ground game, but when your ground game's that good, 
you, you can go all the way. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to the only the, the reason I remember Claudio Silva is when he sort of broke our hearts beating Danny Roberts uh, not too long ago, and he, he look, did look very impressive. He might even get bumped up on a card now, I guess, because when you look at that, that those prelims, Claudio Silva against James Krause, so they, they probably deserve to be a little bit further up, I would say, than they are at the moment. At least, at least what I'm looking at. So now that's a good little spot. Yeah, but like you say, I think it's just that little an aperitif. Big one. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So of course um, it is the it is the big one next week. We don't we, we don't want to spoil next week's show too much, but if we can have a quick look at the card, I mean what, what it's, it's it's the main event and it we're looking forward to there. Khabib against Justin Gaethje. I mean, have you seen much in the media about it this week? Obviously, next week is when it'll all start to heat up, won't it? And they'll have the press conferences and well, I guess they're doing kind of press conferences, aren't they? And they'll have the the face off and stuff like that. A couple of weeks out. From what you're seeing, Khabib's talking not too much about it at the moment. He's talking a little bit about Connor, it seems to me. Justin Gaethje, I've seen him say a couple of good things. Um, it, what Justin Gaethje says, basically, you know, he seems very confident. He's this week he's come out and said, look, he's just he's just gonna he's gonna put him Khabib in a place that he has never been in before. A couple of weeks out, a couple of murmurings going on. How you feeling at the moment? Is anything kind of swaying where you think this fight might go? Well, I mean, we, we could do a whole show and just this fight alone, couldn't we? Yeah, we could go on easy. now. But I, I don't know. I've, I've always said that if anyone's going to beat him, it's going to be Gaethje purely for his style. Um, but now push is coming to shove. Yeah. Like, um, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's like the magnitude of what Khabib is. It grows the closer you get to the fight, and now it's getting there, and you're like, well, shit, it is actually Khabib. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and that, it, it's, it's not going to phase Gaethje at all. He's just, nah. it's just not him at all, is it? Nah. I think what, what all the, the general consensus is, oh, he's got the wrestling to stop the takedown of Khabib. Yes, he does. But for five rounds? Not that, for five rounds. No, he, no he, chance. He, he, by his own admission, Gaethje said they don't wrestle because they ain't got the cardio to wrestle for the whole, the whole fight. You're going to have to have the cardio to wrestle Khabib for a whole fight. So that's, that is the caveat for me. Yes. On paper, he can stop them takedowns, and it's be, he is a better striker than Khabib. Therefore, <laughs> it, it leads you to believe that Gaethje's going to knock out Khabib. <laughs> yeah. But can he stop that takedown for that long? Khabib don't get tired. Nah, don't get tired. He's an animal. So I think that's I'm, I'm leaning back towards Khabib now. Um, yeah. Yes, Gaethje looked unbelievable since he saw. He, he, he's sort of being a bit more reserved, isn't he? In his last yes. three fights. Yeah. But now, I just I don't think looking yeah, back tough. at three fighters or four fighters, whatever it was that he's won, no one's wrestled with him. No, they all just stood, didn't they? Just stood there. Yeah, so I'm, I'm leaning towards. Well, I won't give you my pick now, but I think no, I'll just, no, save it, save it. Yeah, like you say, we could talk all day about that one. I think, but we will have to save it. It'll be interesting to see whether our opinions have changed next week. I'm sure some, like I say, some verbals will start coming out. So that might that might change the picture, but. As it is, we will start with our, our little appetizer, and I must admit, I'm I'm very excited to see the Korean Zombie get it done. Hopefully, this weekend as well. So you know, I can wait. I'm looking forward to this one. Um, going back to that main event, what would you make of uh, Michael Chandler and all that being as the backup? Interesting choice, do you think? Yeah, it is. It is a little bit interesting for me. I'm not. I'm not the most familiar with Chandler's work. You know, Bellator. We we didn't really talk about. It. It's quite difficult to watch Bellator. I find just. To, 
to know when it's on is, is the most difficult part but uh, I, personally I'm not sure why maybe it's just availability maybe it's just timing that it works out well and um, at least there's a little bit of a story there on his debut that's Bellator champ he can if someone does drop out perhaps that's an okay replacement in terms of you know giving the fans a little bit of bang for your buck uh, it's a little bit odd but uh, yeah I don't, I, don't, I don't know the details perhaps perhaps that was the just the most convenient option at the moment yeah I just feel like imagine say Justin Gaethje whatever can't fight for whatever reason Chandler comes in Khabib beats Chandler it doesn't really do much for Khabib <laughs> yeah, yeah if Khabib's out Gaethje fights Chandler say Gaethje starts his Chandler oh he was just a Bellator fighter anyway it, it doesn't do anything for him he don't win the title um, if you're Michael Chandler happy days it's win-win for him but oh, yeah. uh, either uh, whoever end up having to fight him in the main event you feel like they're not really getting too much out of it because he just said it there we're not too familiar with his work anyway yes he's got fantastic record in Bellator for some fantastic fighters over the years but to the majority of fans he's not that well known so I don't know it seems like an interesting choice to me particularly since Ferguson was meant to be on this card in the first place I would have hoped they would have maybe had him as a standing instead but is what it is if it, if it saves a fight yes obviously that's great but I thought it was just an interesting choice No I agree and I will just ask if you can quickly touch wood because if this one drops out I'll be I'll be so upset I, I might even shed a tear so hopefully you haven't just put the mockers on the entire event the entire event <laughs> cancel it all if that, if that fight drops cancel it all send them all home it is so shit when a main event goes <laughs> yeah. uh, one like that it is yeah anyway I, I, I'm looking at the card now I could go into it I'm just look, looking at the co-main and that's that's pretty tasty as well but we're going to have to leave it there I think because we're, we're going to use up all of our talking points for next week but yeah I've enjoyed this show Matthew it's good to speak to you again as always uh, likewise the feelings mutual I think next week we, we've got to do a video one I'll, I'll be a week longer on my barnet as well so <laughs> I might even right. try and get into a ponytail for you Brian will take <laughs> if he wins anyway alright that'll be a nice little celebration there but everyone else thank you very much for listening on this uh, it's pretty miserable out there at the moment so hopefully we brought a little bit of sunshine to your day that, that, that mean the world to us but otherwise check us out on Instagram and uh, Twitter if you can Twitter we are Mustard MMA Instagram we are The Mustard MMA and uh, yeah if you can on uh, iTunes and Spotify and all, and all that business leave a little like or a five stars I know you hear that from everyone but it does make a difference so that'd be good if you enjoyed it but other than that I hope you enjoy the card this weekend it, it looks pretty tasty so we'll see you next week for the big one not girls <laughs>